night. Deadly night. Yeah. Hey, River Vixens. It's Ryan here. And Sam. We're here discussing chapter 22 of Riverdale, the mid-season finale, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And when I tell you we have a special guest, we say this every week, and again, we just keep, <laughs> we just keep topping it. Now, we full disclaimer, I believe last week we said that we would never have a straight male on this program. Dun, dun, dun. Da, da, da. <laughs> we have a straight male. Hello, I'm straight male. This is our straight veil. It's the one and only, the incredible, upcoming star of Mean Girls. <laughs> on Broadway. On Broadway! What? Kyle Seelitz! I'm my own audience. <laughs> Kyle, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, hi. I'm Kyle Seelig. Uh As you said, I'm about to play Aaron Samuels in Mean Girls. Um, he looks sexy with his hair pushed back. I hear that a lot these days. And we just did our, our town in D.C. And I'm back. And we're talking about Riverdale. And I can't wait. Hell yeah! Both Sam and I went to DC to see the out of town tryout. It's brilliant. Uh, get your tickets if you don't have them already. It's incredibly fetch. It's pretty similar to Riverdale, honestly. There's like a murderer just in North Shore yeah. High School, and like yeah. he wears a black mask. It's very. I'm just none of that is true. It's but, pretty yeah, trash. Yeah. Like, we don't want to spoil the musical, yeah. but okay. North Shore High School was true. That was the only part. <laughs> That's what they're changing from out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Tina's <laughs> like you know what we need a murderer. Yes. I'd be what we've been missing. Yeah. yeah. Hey Tina, if you're listening. If you're listening. Um, you were also in the the Book of Mormon. Yes. Uh, uh, just did a couple years there on on the road and here on Broadway. Um, got to play all the Price, which was amazing. And yeah, I believe. Yeah. And also, I'm like <laughs> now gonna list your like credits, but maybe most importantly. A, a Jimmy Award oh. winner? Yeah, actually, I gotta go. It's good to see you guys. Brian's obsessed with the Jimmy yes, Awards. Uh, this is I won the Jimmy Awards the... in 2010. It was their second year. So this is what the entire podcast is gonna be. I, I, you know, I should have seen this coming. It was ambush. That's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> we have you in a corner. No, I love the He's Jimmy literally Awards. in a corner, too. They've, they've tied me up. Please help me. <laughs> um, how was that experience? Oh, the Jimmy Awards? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's, it's a different thing now. It was since, like, they did the PBS thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much bigger. There, were, I mean, it was pretty big when I was there. There were forty-four kids when I was there, and now they're up to like sixty-something or eighty-something every year. It's, it's much larger than it used to be. Ben Platt is hosting it. That was never the case. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you, who was your host? Oh, who was my host? I think Krista Rodriguez was there that year. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, no, um, no, we love Krista here. It was like, it was a big Adam's Family year when that happened, so everybody... Adam's Family was the first time I blacked out. I got, oh, <laughs> I got really, really... <laughs> there well, was in this, there. I didn't even see it, so... Oh, uh, well, I knew it, so... In the summer of Fane, uh, last week, I went to see Cats. Oh, got how was it? really messed up. I hear it's funny uh, when you do that. It, it, it was, until Krista Rodriguez comes and sits next to you. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> so, how like, did this happen to you? I don't know. It I attract shit like that. <sighs> sure. Wow. But she's a great host. What song did you sing in the montage? Oh, in the montage? Well, I had done uh, Singing in the Rain. Okay. Oh, oh, school, so I did a little bit of Singing in the Rain, did a little tap dance. Adorable. It was very cute. Yeah. yeah. It's really sweet. The YouTube videos are very cute. And yeah. they just keep getting cuter. Like, they get more oh. and more clever every year. Mm-hmm. I know. I look forward to the day they're all released. I spend like two hours of my life, like, oh, you just I order and lunch, and I'm like, here we go, and it's, like, a really amazing two hours, yeah, 
It is. It's so cool. It's it's, it's, it's actually such a cool opportunity. No, it is. Yeah, it really like, is. See that there's a bunch of kids around the country that are also doing what you do, and you're all in the same place, like, yeah. actually doing it. It was my first time on a Broadway stage, and, you know. Look at you now. It, goes, it, it goes way back. You should post this year. Oh. Should we start that campaign? Go ahead. Kyle Jeez, for right. Jimmy. Kyle for Jimmy. Kyle for Jimmy. <laughs> Hashtag Kyle Seelig for Jimmy. Yeah. Hashtag Kyle Seelig for Jimmy. If you're listening, hashtag that now. It's going to be trending tomorrow. Yeah, no, it's, it's probably going to happen. It's the best. Anyway, um, Riverdale. again, I could talk about this forever, <laughs> but we should talk about the show because so. a lot of stuff uh, went down. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. So there's, with there being so much to unpack, we're kind of going to break it down by character. Which yeah. we haven't done before, but we're going to see how this goes, y'all. Uh, and let us know your thoughts and comments, tweets to us, again, at Riverdish Pod. Uh, we, we love attention. We love chatting with y'all. Um, so let's start with Veronica. Okay. <clears throat> Veronica's uh, no longer Daddy's little girl. She's funny. let into the family secret, which we as viewers don't get to see. We don't. So she is let into the family secret, and this is after she... So her and Archie are broken up. Yes. And it happened last episode. Happened right? last episode. Okay. Good job, Kyle. And she's kind of she doesn't know how to feel about this. And she Archie, we'll get into this later, but his dad needs money for his medical bills. Yes. Quite a hefty medical bill. Yeah, right. Too. Healthcare, even in Riverdale. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. So Veronica It was a missed opportunity to be ten thousand away from ninety six thousand. Oh I mean, like dollars. You're right. Oh, it's classic to Archie response. <laughs> But Veronica sneaks into her father's creepy office where there's that portrait of her. And she finds out that they bought the diner. And that makes her... Which is huge. Who owned the diner before? Uh, Pops. Like, it was a... I assume Pops himself. Yeah, so like Pops himself. Okay, okay. Yeah. Pops himself that is going under. So I guess this would be a good point to bring up. That yes. My experience with Riverdale yes. has actually been very uninvolved. I, I remember auditioning for it when, uh, <laughs> when it was casting I remember yeah, too. for several different roles. And then, oh. so I read the pilot, and then I've watched last night's episode. Yes. So that is, I'm just jumping in fresh, uh, and I have a lot of questions. I have a lot to observe. And we're going to answer them and walk through So them. my first question yeah. is, who owns Pops? And the answer is, Pops. Pops. <laughs> Pops. Pops. Pops owns. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Next question. <laughs> So this is all after two. It's it's Christmas. We should add, which doesn't sure. make sense because just the timeline's a little wonky. It's literally snowing the season one finale, and then they're literally back at school for the premiere of season two, and then they're wearing booty shorts and like swimsuits two episodes ago. But now well, it's Christmas. Oh, okay. And it's also it was an Indian summer. Huh? Yeah, it was an yeah. Indian summer. Yeah. I think like everybody else has to know. Like it's like the void. Like it's whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But uh, Mark Consuelos is uh, shopping for Christmas gifts at uh, Stephanie's. Yeah. (laughs) Stephanie's. Is that any any relation to... Yeah, so the Riverdale world, they change all the names by one letter. Okay. That's rad. Stephanie's was the same. Yeah, that's where you got list up. Yeah. And uh, Veronica sort of goes, why are we spending all this money on Christmas gifts when there are people who can't afford healthcare? Which brings us to our Miha moment of the week. Miha moment of the week. Don't worry, Miha. Santa has your list too. And please don't push snooping for 
I guess this year he needs that. Santa can rip up my list for all I care. I mean, look at us. Throwing money away on bejeweled eggs like we're a family of Russian oligarchs when there are people in this town who can't even pay their own medical bills. Since when are you a communist? <laughs> we have a moment! Incredible. Since when are you a communist? <laughs> the Lockheed's really have some good banter in this episode. Yeah. They've come into their own. What are they, yeah. Russian oligarchs? Yeah, like... Are they? Yeah. They might be. We don't know yet. Oh. Stay tuned. So what do you think they... What do you think they have going on in town? Okay, so I have some theories about this because Veronica says I have one qualm with this. I don't want anything illegal. I don't want to be involved with that. So it makes me think that they're either embezzling money in various businesses and properties, which is very Martha Stewart in them, or they... No, that's all I got. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that seems pretty valid. Right, that's it what seems I pretty get. likely. By, like, buying businesses. Right, right. And, like, they bought the right. diner, they yeah. bought property, like... But can you afford... An $86,000 right. medical bill. Yeah. And yeah. then they're concerned about how that's going to look. They're buying seven tickets. You know, like, where is that money coming from? Like, right. They're going to look into that. It makes sense. Yeah. On their American Excess uh, card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oligarch. Excess. That was the most, like, realistic thing that's ever happened on Riverdale, when they were notified of that expense. <laughs> yeah, the project. Like, oh, finally. Uh, yeah, that honestly was the most realistic thing I've ever had on the show. Yeah, so typically far. on the show, that would kind of go under no. the radar. While I was watching like, it, I was, like, a little that like, yeah, what did she expect to happen? Yeah. She thinks she was just gonna like get away with it. And I was yeah. worried that was gonna happen, so I'm glad that they that yeah. you guys noticed as well. Yeah. But I like that the lodges are so calculating that they they simply allow Veronica to do this if she signed on with them to like finally be a part of Lodge Industries. Oh yeah. And it and it sparks the <clears> question <throat> to me whether or not her relationship with Archie now is motivated by her family. Because at yeah. the end, we when we come back into them, first of all, she has this massive thing of rum that she's downing. I yes. love her so How much. How old is she? She's like 16. She's high school, right? Yeah. And her parents was like, here you go, yeah. you're part of the family business. She, she drinks mimosas. Like every morning. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so is Ryan, so it's not that weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's 16. She's 16 and an oligarch, so. And an oligarch, yep. So but essentially, excited. they say oh, you know what, it's fine that we take care of Fred because we need him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, oh, that's when they, I don't really don't know him? yet. I know, I'm I curious. think it has to do with Sodale. Do you? Yeah. They're so building they'll... a housing development called Sodale. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, they could, because he's in construction. He works in, like, city planning. Yeah. So that makes sense. But in, at least this plot gives us somewhere to move for the second half of the season. Because yes. again, I'm a little nervous. We won't talk about it yet. But a lot happened this episode that we've been building up to. And we're not even... We have 22 episodes. This, is this was 11. the ninth. This is the ninth. Yeah. So like, we have a lot of space to fill. 13. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm interested in following Mark and Spadeless' story. Always. Unless... Only if he takes off shirt. That has to happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. All the dads are hot and they all get shirtless eventually. <laughs> and Mark's also been working out with the boys, like on their Instagram oh, stories. I know. Yeah, so it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Kelly and Mark's children, if you're listening, we want you on this podcast. Come over. They're right down anyway, the street at NYU. I know. Yeah. <laughs> not that we're not stopping not, with the children. children. Can you watch it too? Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Joaquin? Joaquin's the kid's name. Yeah, and the daughter. Lola. Lola! It's so weird I know that. I actually don't watch Live with Kelly and Ryan a lot. Okay, let's move on. 
Uh, so... <laughs> it's going well. <laughs> we need to talk about the biggest Christmas miracle that's happened to me ever, really, in my life. The return of Nana, Nana Rose, Rose Blossom. Because I have so many questions. She's, okay, not, she's not been around for a while. Okay, well. She is a gay icon. Uh, who is who is introduced in season one until uh, they used to live in a big mansion called Thornhill uh-huh. at the season one finale Cheryl burnt the mansion to the ground Cheryl Redhead yes in high school yes burns it to the ground yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they were hiding they have a whole maple syrup empire that turned into a drug front yeah proceed okay, okay. <laughs> um so, However, until this episode, we had to wait nine episodes to find out where Nana Rose was. So Kyle, in every single podcast, Brian posed the question to our guest saying, Where's what's that? happened to Nana Rose? And here she is. And, and a lot of people is. thought she just burned down. I thought you were the black hood. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I, I could imagine. I could imagine. So. We had theories that she was in Boca, seen Summerstock. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be Summerstock. Just... <laughs> Winterstock. Yeah. Winterstock. But Nana Rose just waltzes her way into this episode as if she's never been away. And as if she'd never said goodbye. Saying no. <laughs> no, I really don't need okay, to. Okay, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> and she's a pivot, she plays a pivotal role yeah. in this episode. You're, I was watching it and I was thinking in my head, Brian's really beside himself. Oh, I swear. Yeah, Merry Thank fucking Christmas. Thank you. I'm happy for you. She looks great. She looks good. Oh, the eye is a nice touch. Yeah, it is a nice touch. Better than ever. And uh, really the whole, the blossoms themselves, just the burns, no pun intended, uh, were iconic this episode. Which brings us to our, ooh, that's sticky. Ooh, that's sticky. How do you expect to pay for all this? I was thinking, maybe you could go to Mr. Lodge for a job. Of course, he'd probably ask what skills you have, and you'd be forced to admit that the only skill you have is being a terrible mother. So I guess you're going to have to get creative in the new year. You should have drowned them at birth, like a basket of kittens. So great. I would kill to be the writers in for this show. <laughs> like, it must be so fun. <laughs> so we learned that the Blossoms are broke. They're having a hard candy Christmas. <laughs> yes. See, now I'll sing yeah. and you just yeah. stare at me. You can't yeah. ask to sing. But... Yeah. Yeah, I, I realize singing is not a choice. It's just an act. Okay, so they're at four now. Also, Nana's drowned kittens, apparently. Yeah, Nana? I mean, there's a reason why There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there. But the blossoms, like, fucked up. Yeah, and it, I don't know how they got poor so quickly. I guess that's what happens when, I guess they don't really have an income. Well, their income I know are, all about. Their income. <laughs> 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 you can speak from personal experience. Their income was from the drug money, because the mom doesn't work. Right. So, now that the drugs are gone and the dad's fucking dead, there's no money anymore. Yeah, it makes sense. But you think, I feel like they could still afford a Christmas tree. Right, they must have Yeah, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's some money in there leave in a year. No. Yeah. Yeah. We should add, too, that Fred Andrews is running a Christmas tree shop outside of Pops. Yeah, I have questions. Okay, fine. Uh, Has he ever run a Christmas tree no. shop? No. So that was just convenient well, for this episode. He's trying to pay his bills. So I guess that leads to my second question, which yes. is, 
did he for the Halloween episode on a pumpkin patch <laughs> or for Easter like hatch eggs or, or rabbits or something? For every day he had a tree farm. It's <laughs> <laughs> like saying that every day he's got a distillery and it's like, that's actually like an amazing trope for a show. Just like, what's up, Mr. Jones? Oh, like got the old Christmas tree out to like Got an $86,000 medical bill to pay for, you know, doing what I can. It's like Holiday Inn meets Undercover Boss. Yes. Oh my yeah, god, I kind of love that. Mm. But it did, it did make for a very successful story transition into Cheryl buying a tree to prove mm-hmm. her mother, like, fuck you. Like, and a great line. Team Paul Bunyan was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was good. But she like buys a tree from this random guy. I'm just like, you take it from here. <laughs> well, Vic, Vic Vin, who, so, did you catch this Easter egg? And correct me if I'm wrong, I'm almost 100% positive he was the one sleeping with Penelope. The guy on the couch. Oh my the god, you're right. I you're know. Right. I totally missed that. It was really kind I of I thought it was Cheryl's dad. I'm like, isn't he dead? Oh my god, she's sleeping with this ghost. But then I was confused. No, it was, I think it was Vic. It was, Vic. Vic. It was tr- it Christmas Tree Guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Which, like, See, that makes a lot more sense, because I thought it was odd that they gave Vic that screen time without a story. Totally. It's rare for a show to ever do that. Yeah, it's weird that Penelope... Black Mask. Oh. Mm. I uh, that was my experience watching this episode, <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's Black Mask. Like, that's him. Oh, no, it's, it must be him. <laughs> Every single character I've introduced to. Yeah, it was it was strange for Penelope to choose him to sleep with though. Yeah, I feel she's like desperate. She was just burned. Also, the first three episodes, she was like in full body cast because she was burned in the fire. Now she's okay. set by she's her power. Power. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like she could aim higher. Well, yeah. Yeah. If she's looking for money, that's true. The, uh, the guy working at the tree. She can go on seeking arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. Uriah. Uriah. I'm on the wait list. Me too. I've been on the wait list for three years. I didn't know about this. Yeah. You would probably get on yeah. Sarah Jimmy Ward. Well, yeah. It would be the Jimmy Ward they'd be so excited about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just have this <laughs> this, this podcast. This is all we have. Here it is. Here it is. It's yeah. really the only reason we're doing the podcast, though, to like get excited. Is to get in. Yeah. 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 Well, our new thing is we'll hey, only make out. If I can say people. anything, they're great. You really, you know. They, you should really let them on Raya. Like, oh, they need it. You. Oh. you just want Raya to equal Please help us. Uh-huh. I'm going to use that, that full quote. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please help us. Oh, anyway, so Cheryl, Cheryl. Cheryl. What was interesting also is the last couple episodes, Cheryl and Josie, of Josie and the Pussy Cat's fame. Yes, yes, yes. She had developed a lesbian crush on Josie. Oh. Is that like socially acceptable? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. That's right. And, yeah. Okay. Um. I kind of got the other because I said something that was wrong. Well, that's funny because so, that didn't get brought up at all. No, it was totally no. on the back burner, which leads me to like hope at least that it's kind of come back in the next 13 episodes. I'm Just sure. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Because we didn't see a lot of Josie or Kevin. Or Kevin. Kevin Keller. We just saw them singing yeah. outside. Where was of... Kevin Keller? Kevin Keller's whole episode. He was just singing for a little bit outside of Pops with Josie. He has a nice voice. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't surprise me with the family, but <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> What's in that water? <laughs> but it was still nice. I haven't heard him sing before. He's very talented. Yeah. Do you know Casey? He's very, yeah, we went to school together, actually. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's a pal. I, you know, my first episode of Riverdale, I wanted to, him to be on it, and he just wasn't. I was very upset. Yeah. No, it's okay. I just have to watch more, I guess. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah. You're always welcome back. Oh, on, on the anytime. Yeah. yeah, you have an invitation now. Thank you. 
You're welcome. By the way, we're drinking Southside cocktails. They're amazing. In honor of Riverdale. Yeah, it's a little uh, gin with some lime and mints. Yes, I made it myself. Bitters. <laughs> we could Very almost good. do like we do talk about our cocktails a lot. Like it's a weird that's process. Why I, it. I know. No, I like that. <laughs> Me too. Um, Sam and I are writing a book too. We are. It's you still, are. It's still in the works, but it's called the Lean Lush: How to Stay Skinny and Hot While Drinking All the Time. Wait, and this is the book America needs. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, it's amazing. We're still it's another ploy to get accepted to Raya. But... Yeah. If you're a New York Times bestselling author, even for a cocktail book you sell at Urban Outfitters, mm-hmm. then Raya has to accept this. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, especially. Yeah. It's sad if you have an award winning podcast and a book. What I really want is to walk into... What do you have to do, Ryan? What do you need? I really want to be able to walk into a Hudson News and, like, secretly sign books. Like, that's... (laughs) That's (laughs) that's my hidden dream. (laughs) I think this drink, though, would be in our book because there is some sugar. Yeah, it's a little... It feels a little heavy. It's okay, it's okay. It goes down. The books are working for us. You have to experiment. Let's move on to Jughead Jones. Yes, okay. So, Kai, what are your thoughts on Jughead? Man... I got the feeling that this dude took, like, a major dark turn in this episode. And I was, I felt a bit removed from it because, you know, I haven't seen Happy Jughead before. Is there such a thing? Not really. Great, no. great, great, great. <laughs> but he did some crazy stuff. Yeah. That was very, seemed very lightly glossed over. Yeah, I mean, this episode he truly became part of the gang, part of the serpents. Sure. And he's trying... I think he has that need to please his father that's so bad and so innate in him that he's kind of like doing anything it takes now. He broke up with Betty in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was trying to become a servant. And now he's like, I'm sorry that I got Penny, the snake charmer, into this. And the dad, FP, so beautiful, was like, I'm going to, don't worry, I'll take care of it. It's fine, son. And he's like, no, 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 I got this. And he recruits all the servant kids to gang up on Penny. Yeah. I'm sorry. Which, also, like, can we discuss this? Like, sure. You take go. Well, I was gonna ask. Yeah. Like, what did, what has Penny done? So to deserve this, right. you take it. Okay. So. <laughs> sorry. Isn't no. she just like a um, like a, a lawyer? Well, she's a she's, lawyer, but she's kind of seedy and slimy. And mm-hmm. Jughead's father was in jail, and she kind of made a deal with Jughead, like, if you do this one task for me. I'll get your dad out of jail. So she's just kind of like generally intimidating. Yeah, and he uh-huh. likes out drugs for her, and then the dad got out of jail, but then Penny's like, you owe me now. So okay. that's what it was, and she, he's in her debt. He's like her indentured servant. And wow, okay. the father's like, fuck no. So, um... And she has video of Jughead delivering yes. drugs, so she's kind of holding that over them uh, and saying, like, yeah. you don't fulfill my demands, I'll release this, I'll ruin your lives, your dad will be back in jail. Sure. Uh, and Jughead takes it up, he decides to do it by himself, he gets his young friends with him. Tony, Sweetie. And they take Penny, and they bring her all the way to Greendale, which is, I guess, just... Whenever I hear that, I think about Greenpoint, Greenpoint. I'm like, yeah, Greenpoint is far from where I live. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be stuck there. But, yeah. but Greendale is right across the bridge from Riverdale. That's where so Greenpoint is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It's a seemingly strange so, location, though, to like take someone and be like, never come back, never return. Yeah. Basically, across the bridge. 
ten-minute <laughs> walk across the bridge, never come back. But that's like me when I go to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like I guess I'm sleeping here. Yes, yes. But then Jughead takes a knife, but she's like, my my serpent tattoo. You can't harm one of your own. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, I'll change that. And he cuts it off of her. Which that was. I would argue, actually, makes him maybe more villainous than even Penny. I think so. Yeah. Who was just kind of intimidating. I agree. Them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this seems like a like a big choice to make for the mid-season break. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is, right. this, is this what we have to look forward to? Is like evil Jughead? I think so. Because oh. I think he, you're right. What you, like your first takeaway from him is, we really saw a darker Jughead than usual. Because mm-hmm. he made a choice. In season one, he was so against the servants. He wanted to rebel against that life. He yep. was on the, on the north side going to a regular high school. This and now we story. see him really turning oh, into his turning into his father. Yeah. You know? And and that's I'm a big thing. My father's son. Beautiful. Thank you. It's kinky boots. Uh <laughs> <laughs> kinky boots. Kinky boots. And then oh my gosh, I literally have a story about this. Oh, Wait, tell us. Yes. <laughs> My my very good friend does this voice that is based on that soundbite. <laughs> it's this crazy get ah! And I've done it for years now, just because it's in my head. But it's based upon Bernadette Peters announcing Kinky Boots for the Tony Awards. Isn't it's everything? Weird. I love that you knew it too. All right. Um, Sidebar. Wow, I love that. Oh, father son. That's a big theme in the show that we're seeing now, the children making the same mistakes as their parents did, and that generational divide, gap. Uh, I mean, the parents are just as messed up as the kids. Oh, totally. Now, here's here's the thing I want to bring up. Question of the week. Is Jughead Jones related to Keaton Jones? Kyle, have you followed any of this Keaton controversy? I've seen, I've seen the stuff. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean... The similarity is too close to ignore. I agree. <laughs> What's Both, your takeaway? Well, it's sad, but I, you know, this is what Keaton could turn into. Yeah. And I think the tale of Jughead Jones is a cautionary tale for Keaton Jones. I agree. I would, we should stop bullying. Yes, I agree. Like blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was a pretty, it was a roller coaster of a week for me with that story. You really thought they were related. Well, that wasn't my first thought. My first thought was, was like jealousy. Thought? Oh, that he got famous. Oh. Yeah, because it's like I got bullied, but like I, you know, no one recorded me. I didn't have YouTube. Right. The time. Were you bullied? Yeah. Are you bullied? Well, I was popular. Bold here. I'm very popular. Like, have you listened to this podcast? I'm like making Bernadette Peters impersonations on Tony Awards. I was so popular. I was too. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You know what, you guys? Yeah. I, I stand with Keaton. I, mean, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't. Well, I probably would have. But we would have been friends. No, we would have been. Actually, I really. It, it was. It was not that bad. Um, That's why you get famous, like Keaton. But I know. I was like, here's this kid. I knew something was up though, and then the stuff with the mom comes out. Yeah. Mm. And maybe that's what Jughead. We haven't met. Right. Jughead's mother. I don't think we're ever gonna meet Jughead's mother. Do you? So for like season like nine. I don't know they're yeah, in Toledo. Yeah, honestly, if the show like goes season nine, we'll meet Jelly Bean as his sister. Yeah, I love her. We we because we talked about Jelly Bean. We've never met Jelly Bean. We've never met Jelly Bean. No. I know. I know. What? All right. Great. Look forward to that. Do you want me to submit you for like a crossover? Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh 
I'll be Taylor Green. We're Iron Man's. So on to Archie and Betty. Really the meat of this episode. Yeah, so we end the last episode, Archie and Betty kind of looking at each other through the windows. And they're like... Wait a minute! Ugh. And they're looking at each other. <laughs> Please. And it's kind of like a will they or won't they. And then in this episode... May I ask? Yes. Have they ever? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the looks on their faces, you should have seen. They're uh-huh. both like looking up to the ceiling and squinting. Did they? The show started with them as the expected duo. Mm. Like, we were led to believe that they would be the couple, but then they... It was kind of underquiet, though, because Betty was really crushing on Archie. They were best friends, and she liked him, and he was like, no. Sure. Classic. Of course. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of thing. So, and then Jughead swept in. Yeah, he swooped and pounced. Yeah. And Veronica, as well. Yeah, but there's always been, like, a little underlying tension between... Betty. Archie and Betty. Yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. Archie. 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 Terrible couple names. Archie. 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 I don't know which one's better. I think they're both pretty terrible. They're both pretty, yeah. That's how you know you can't be together. Like, long term. Right. Anyway, we start seeing the tension at this, the sexual tension, at the secret Santa. Like, Mm. Santa hosts. Yeah. A lot of gift-giving in this episode. A lot of... Right. One of the most somber secret Santas I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... First of all, Everybody just broke up, so I guess... Everyone broke up, so... And they're trying to be friends, so of course it's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Classic. There's a $20 limit... Which is always, you know. Nobody buys a twenty dollar gift, which is comical. Well, Archie does. When Archie does. Like, that, like I found this in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> he goes with the free option, which does not which surprise is very me. Romantic. Yeah. yeah. Like he is the guy that like would go way under the limit. And girls would be like, "Oh my god, thank you, I love." Well, and then also doesn't get his like recent ex girlfriend a gift. Mm-hmm. Forgets. Forgets. Yeah. That's ad privilege, you know. Yeah. Ad privilege. Ab. Like you could look that way and like girls will still fawn over you when oh, you give so them like a crappy gift. Oh, that's right. real, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um what else was given? Uh, the couple well, massage, that was a great line from Reggie. Massage, yes. I loved that. She nailed it. Yeah. But what was interesting is Veronica kind of clocks the flirtation between Betty and Archie. And kind of I yeah. think that's one of the things that made her reconsider how she buzzed about Archie. Totally. When you see someone else going, oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. You're like, Ooh, what's happening with right. Betty? Yeah. Right, right. It's like in Mean Girls. And Regina sees that Katie likes Aaron, right. and then she also she wants Aaron back. Exactly. That whole circle. Good job. This is Mean Girls. Mean Girls Broadway. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Is that the website? Uh, Mean Girls. Yeah. Mean Girls Broadway. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Sounds right. Well, I don't Whatever. Know. Google it. <laughs> 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 you all have phones. So um, Betty goes to her house. And they're still questioning what's happening to the left hood. Well, first, can I add, yes. they see that there's a new janitor in the school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Real she goes, sinister guy. Yeah. Right. Crazy eyes. She like goes, another white guy. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, my God, what happened to Mr. Spencer? And they go to the secretary. Again, bravo, <laughs> Riverdale, for employing local Vancouver actresses. Yeah, nailing it. Uh, <laughs> he's five and under tracks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, she was brilliant. Yeah, she's great. A really great performance from this woman, whatever her name is. And she says, oh, he's been out sick this week with a cold. He always gets a little ill this time of year. He's probably just blue because of the holidays. But I left him uh, chicken noodle soup on his front porch. Oh. Very okay, sweet. So did you sense anything ominous about this janitor that was missing? Or were you kind of like... Hmm. Oh. 
Okay, so from from an outside perspective. From the outside looking in. Yes. Immediately, big flag. Yeah. Big flag was like, oh, there's a missing janitor. Yeah. And there's also a killer on the mm-hmm. loose. So did you connect that at all, or were you just kind of like? Hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and then you know, I have. We'll get there, but the finger. Yeah. Which we'll get to. So well, yeah. yeah. So Let's Betty get Betty gets home. Alice says, oh, your secret Santa left you a gift on the front porch. Which was also a little weird that Alice, Alice is so snoopy. Like, she definitely would have, like, typically looked at into this presence. Yeah. Or been, like, also they have a history now of, like, strange packages on their front porch. There's a history of, like, strange, threatening packages. Like, did anybody (laughs) read about, like, anthrax in, like, 2006? Like, you don't open a package that you have no idea is coming. I mean, you do if it's like an innocent high school experience, which is yeah. half of the show. Okay, true. Yeah. Like Christmas party. That's very You're fair. like, oh, it's Christmas time. I bet somebody got me something. Sure. But if you're in Riverdale and there's like murderers <laughs> running through the street, like arsons okay, like, and, you know, yeah, like, then you like, you definitely make somebody else open the package. Yeah. Well, I also like the packages, too. I it's always exciting. Packages. It's so oh. fun. Yeah. That's why Amazon is doing so well. So well. Yeah. Because we all love packages. Sometimes when I'm dropping like, orders like, online, I'm like, what did I get? <laughs> <laughs> I did myself. <laughs> I know. Or when you came over and I got all those things. Yeah. We opened them. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what did I get? Um, <laughs> I'm doing great in my toys. Anyway. So, so she Betty, opens it. And, and there's, should we all say it at the same One, time? One, two, three. A, a finger! Classic. There's a finger. Classic finger in the package. Yeah, classic sure. finger. It's bloody. Oh, it's like. And a taller. You know that in third grade, that I pretended sense. that I broke my finger at color war during school, at field day, actually. And I put on a, like, a finger splint for, like, six months. Because <laughs> I wanted so badly to break a bone. And I, like, no idea. It, it wasn't broken? I just wanted you just to, like, pretended. I wanted attention. No, same. Yeah. Yeah, I broke my femur for the same reason. That's actually true. You fucking me that. I did. Yeah. Um, kids, like, pushed me around in my wheelchair. That was, like, the big hip happening thing to do at my <laughs> elementary school. I was like, oh, I'm going to push Kyle's wheelchair. How'd you break your femur? Oh, it's so dumb. Uh, people, like... Can't be dumber than my ankle last year. Probably not. Yeah. Pokemon Go? I guess I'm a fan's trying to think of <laughs> Great. No, that's good too. No, it's bad. I broke my finger uh, riding my bike and just like kind of fell over. Thank you. Which like people that get hit by cars and like jump off buildings (laughs) and that's like the same injury. Uh, I just had weak bones, weak (laughs) dusty bones, I guess. You had a wheelchair. And I had a wheelchair. And then I was like the coolest kid in school because I had a wheelchair. Yeah. So it's a big thing pretending pretending to have injuries. I mean, hold on, we see anything happen? Yeah, I mean that (laughs) attention seeking. Come on. How long are we in a wheelchair? Oh, um, two or three months. Wow. And then okay. it was like crutches. Ooh, but then it was a walker. I actually preferred the walker, which was hilarious to see like a 10 year old boy yeah, like, walking like... around with a walker. It's like he's confused. He's confused about. Again, I point out I'm sitting on this couch with two popular kids who were in wheelchairs, walkers, Honestly, and you crutches. Should have, you should have I was. Perfectly fine. I was jetting across the softball field. You honestly field. should have injured yourself. Yeah, you it would have been much popular. You would have liked you more. My fingers would have got so much love. If I could turn back time. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Well, but it must hurt to like cut your finger off. If I had my time again. <laughs> right, so Black Mask is looking for attention. So it cuts off. Yeah. Uh-oh. So this whole episode, I kind of 
the way it was going with the Betty and Archie storyline, I kind of sensed that they were kind of going to lead up to Mr. Sensen. It got, got it's pretty obvious. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very clear. Yeah. And Bef- we go through a little, they do a little capering. Yeah. Uh, they go to the house, uh, find Also, his house is empty. way too, like, forcibly creepy. It was yes. so weirdly shot. Like, well, and then they like, don't go in. No, but they, like, <laughs> they trick us, and the door opens, but uh-huh. no, it's Jughead and his father's, like... Okay. Changing plot lines. Plot lines. Right. Yeah, but and they then, go in, but then it doesn't... You don't see anything that happens inside. Well, they don't, they don't go in. They don't go in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is, like, they're doing a lot of snooping, like... At least go in yeah. the house. And Betty's broken into everything before, so it's yes. weird that she doesn't do this. It's like the super smooth. You know, it was for the editing. It was for the transition. Yeah. yeah. But again, they do end up at Sisters of Quiet Mercy talking about local Vancouver actresses <laughs> over the age of 60. <laughs> um, again, brilliant performances from these nuns. Sister, I, I, I re-watched this clip like four times trying to get the name. I All I could get was Sister Whathouse. Oh, that's great time. Sister what house? I don't know if that's accurate, but... Uh, that's definitely her name now, though. <laughs> yes, for now. And Betty kind of uh, threatens her by saying, my sister escaped this house, and she told me all about the corporal punishment here. Do you want that public? I'm like, first of all, like you should probably make that public anyway. Like, Hashtag me kids too. Kids are still living there. Yeah. P.S., did you notice in that scene, like, the nun starts talking, and she starts like, telling her story, and Betty interrupts her, and then then's like, I've said too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you just didn't let her speak at all. Like, let her speak. You came here to ask her questions, and, like, you're the only one talking to her. It made me laugh. And there was also the creepy nun outside. Yeah, she was, like, giving eyes. I live yeah. for a creepy nun outside. Mm. I love it so Actually, much. Yeah. Right? Talk about it. adds to it. Yeah, it's like Carrie Underwood. It's that music. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Creepy nuns outside. Creepy nuns. Yeah, I'll be a nun. Yeah. I could see you as a nun. I'd be good, I think. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so So they're basically seeking information about, um, oh my god, what's his name? Conway. Joseph Conway. Joseph Conway. Conway Which sounds like an actor in Hamilton. (laughs) Doesn't it? Like, Joseph Conway invented the dollar. Like, it sounds like... Oh, it sounds like someone who invented the dollar. Yeah, it sounds like an old-timey, like, I guess it was an old-timey person, but like, Joseph I, Conway. I don't know. Slash it sounds like someone in ragtime. Like, yeah. It's like very like old school. Yeah. So we learn that the person who Joseph Conway allegedly accused of murdering his entire family was buried alive by a group of locals, including a woman with white hair with a red streak. Ooh, dun, just, dun, dun. There was a very ominous like, mm, like sound effect during that. To the to the layman who's just checking in, it was like, who's that? <laughs> I'm sure everybody else knew. I was like, oh no, that's somebody. You know, even as the biggest man rose stan out there, I was still like, who's that? <laughs> I was like <laughs> going through my girl Ledex. Sure. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, it's weird because that would have been a long time ago, and she still had white hair with a red streak. Like she was ahead of her time, maybe. Yeah, she did it to be like cool and like fierce and hip. Keep it going. Yeah, exactly. Trendsetter. Trendsetter. Yeah. Um, so they immediately go to Nana Rose, start asking her questions, and she said, Your grandfather was there too, Polly. And I loved how she called her Polly. Like, no idea that she was talking to Betty. Um, Polly's Polly is Betty's sister. 
right. got pregnant with Jason Blossom, who was murdered in season one by his father. And it turns out they're related, so it's like a whole incest. Yeah, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Riverdale, take us there. Okay. Uh, thankfully, Betty has recently organized family photos. So she rushes back home, finds a photo under the devil's hands. Which is uh, a dream. Yeah, and it's in Pickens, Pickens, Pickens Park. Park. Which is another Riverdale, like... Comic book. Yeah, it's part of the comic sure. book world. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is, but it is. Finally, they get some common sense. They call Sheriff Keller, uh, and they run to the park. Sure enough, there's a grave that says, "Here lies Joseph Conway." Sin- yeah. Sidebar: If you were to lynch somebody and like bury them alive, you'd stop to take like a selfie, right? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Which is really convenient. Like, I let's, think like, so. let's capture this moment. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is what they do. <laughs> Weirdly, like, oh, let's, like, let's snap this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, want to remember this. I would like selfie it, but I would Snapchat it just like for kicks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just and then it'll like... delete, it'll not be around anymore. I'd put right. it on my OnlyFans account. Okay, yeah. Well, my parents want me on Snapchat, so I would like customize it so they couldn't see it, but everybody else could. Or like make yeah. the, the caption really vague. Just, like, right, right. Just looking for buried treasure, like something, something yeah. like but that I didn't. Killing read. it. Like, oh, yeah. killing it is killing good. It. Oh, oh, yeah. It would suck to be buried alive, though. Hashtag killing it. Hashtag killing it. Yeah, buried yeah. alive? Lame. Yeah, it makes me think of Aida. Which the leads ending. us to. <laughs> take it. <laughs> okay, take no, it's ready. Yeah, take it. So they go. Uh, they've seen Nana. What's her name? Nana Rose. Nana Rose. And she says, oh, your grandfather said they find the photo. And then they they know the spot, right? Yes. Um, the tree under the devil's hands. Oh, that's in the park. Or she knows the geography. Biggest yes. park. So they head out there. And they find Joseph Conrad's grave, freshly dug. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Freshly dug. Archie spends... How, who knows how long digging up that grave? It's really quick in the show. He digs really quickly. Dirty. He yeah. like flips his hair and it's dug. It's exactly. really but they're also filthy. Yeah. No, it's really funny. The cut. The cut scene is like him, like, <sighs> like when he's done. It's really. And she's just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, again, another accurate thing that Riverdale said. Oh, that's the point. Digging the grave and her just like, all right, good. Yeah. All right, let me know when you're done digging. Yeah. That. I'll, I'll be here. But then they take a turn. And they open. There's a box. They open it. And it's empty. It's empty. And sure enough, there behind them comes the Black Hood, who weirdly enough, like, must have a voice changer like built into his yeah. mask. I pictured him like with his iPhone, like hand up, like speaking yeah, yeah, into yeah. a <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember those like Darth Vader masks from when we were kids? Oh, yeah. Maybe one of those. Yeah. 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 That would make sense. It's a black hood. It could be like yeah. easily like just under the black hood. Yeah, a little voice changer. Yeah. Before we get into, we're gonna leave you on this cliffhanger. You all know what happens. You all watch it, or maybe you're just listening to this. With God, God bless y'all. Yeah, why do you? But do <laughs> uh, we did. We did fail to mention the kiss that happened <gasps> oh, outside. Oh, of oh the my bars. God! Okay, Kyle. Right. This is your first episode. So how did you feel about our? This is a huge moment. Well, I was, I felt like this had already happened. So it, it's it's <laughs> huge that it hadn't. And also, Betty appreciated it. Right. She's really stepping into her own. She wants to solve the case. She wants to smooch Archie. Like, I think we can expect a lot more from Betty. Betty in season one was complete pushover. And, and so she's... far this season, she's coming into her own. Oh. She's kissing who she wants. 
she's solving all the murders. She's basically me. <laughs> like, it's amazing. She's becoming Sam Gold. Yeah. yeah. That's her character arc. That's the, that's the subtitle. Riverdale becoming Holy Sam Gold. Shit. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Archie also has a weird sex drive, though, in which but she gets... I think Gavin gets... likes her. I mean, they're best friends. It's always weird when you're best friends, and, like, there's, like, the undercurrent of, like, maybe sure, feeling, sure. like... Yeah. I'm just weird. saying in this, right. in this moment... <laughs> But in this moment of pressure, he like in when the season opened, his dad was in the hospital, mm-hmm. like was just shot, and he decided that would be a great time to have shower sex with Veronica. Yeah. So it's something about intense situations that I think leads him to like I think it turns him on. It's Randy. Yeah. Okay. It turns him on. We've all we've all got our kinks. Yeah. A few times that I've been around like a town that there was a slew of murders. You know, I've done the same. I've done similar situations. Yeah, so, I can see you I get, Archie. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, it's your, the, that's your path. It's <laughs> my path. Solving murders. So, and, and and Cheryl watches. We see that Cheryl saw the kiss happen. Of so course, we know that's going to play into it. the second half of the season. Which is, like, what does that mean? She's never had a thing with Archie. Right. Well, Cheryl's the queen of blackmail and kind of just having a one-up on everybody. Oh, so see. her knowing this intel is pretty crucial for like whatever is gonna drive. Whatever's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh wait, this might have answered one of my questions. For what later. was the question? Okay. It's for later. Okay. okay. We'll get there. Um. Sure. So let's let's go back to the grave. Uh, we've got Black Hood who is holding up a gun and says to Archie, "Get in." Oh my god, that's crazy. And he goes, "Yeah." yeah. No way. Which <laughs> 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 is like, no, yeah, that's what I would say too. I'm like, yeah. I'm not getting in there. Absolutely not. Shoot me. You put me in there. That's like one the one time I almost got like jumped on the street. Yeah. I was like walking down tenth Ave. Uh and this guy jumps out at me. My like gut response, I say, not today. <laughs> and he left. He's like, Yeah, you're right. It was kind of a, like I don't know why. I'm not a I'm not a fighter, like I'm more but I didn't run. Right. Just whatever sparked up within him. Just not, not today. today I love like, not today. He's like, no, yeah, you're right. It's bad like, timing. It's, it's too late. Yeah, I'm gonna go home. That's incredible. Yeah. I never do that. Yeah. So I, I feel that with Archie. <laughs> <laughs> no like, way. If it were the next day, like maybe then, but yeah, not today. I was like hungover. Oh <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I'm like, not today. Is that what you would have said to the black hood? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Not tonight. Yeah. Not tonight. But Archie, of course, does not keep up with him saying, or what, what did he say? No way. No way. <laughs> he goes, no way. And then he says, get in the grave or I will shoot her. Mm-hmm. And that's what he gets in. Showing us that Archie is a character worth, yes. yeah. worth fighting for, which is, we're all on Archie's right. side. We all, yes, we are. And we're Archie like, gets in the grave. He gets in the grave. And actually, this is a testament, like, good job with this performance, Betty Archie. It was a it was a very happy scene where it was. the black hood was making her shovel him into the grave. Right, so mm-hmm. she starts burying him alive. Yeah. Which is like, like, what do you think the like the conversation after that was? Like, Ooh. hey, like, you, sorry, I buried you alive. I was like, no, it's okay. I would have done the same. We're like, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna date Veronica instead. <laughs> <laughs> like, you buried me alive. I hope we get that when we return. Yeah. I think we might. Um, we might. I mean. We've got we've got a couple of weeks 
before it gets back. I'm yeah. Oh, what are we gonna do? I know. We're gonna miss you guys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's push. I'm just gonna push the story to the end here. Sure. So we got sirens. Sirens come in. Black Hood gets scared. Turns around. Betty, I was like yelling at my TV. I'm like, use the shovel. This was before the sirens happened. Okay. She had a big weapon. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he turns, whacks him. Uh, she waits for the right moment. Though. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. Um, I've never seen somebody like in a threatening murder situation that has a shovel not hit the person. Right, just immediately. Like, right, like, you're going to wing, like, you know what's He's happening. either going to shoot you or not. Right, yeah. Exactly. Hit him with a shovel. It's a gun. But she waits for the right moment. And yeah, yeah. She does. Archie gets out, he grabs the gun, they run to the bridge, and here's the big confrontation. Black Hood's about to jump. He's saying, no way, like, this is this is the moment, this is the day. Uh, you're, you're not getting away from me. Uh, and I'm so, I can, the my second Christmas miracle is that Archie did not shoot the gun. No. I would have, I would have had to stop watching the show. I would not have been able to deal with that whole plot line of him dealing with having killed right. him. Then he's in a, Search a party trial too. That's yeah. the next 13 episodes. Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, Sheriff Keller. Him, Betty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sheriff Keller is there. <laughs> and it's revealed that... Did they call him? Is that the idea? They yeah. called him on the way yeah. to come to the grave? Okay. And we thought for a while that Sheriff Keller was the black hood. But he's done nothing at all. Like uh-huh. the rest of like there's, they've been in grave danger every other episode, and he never really helps. I mean, maybe he still is. Yeah, we don't know. Well, <laughs> then we find out it's Mr. Svensson. Which is a letdown. It is a letdown because... We we only met Mr. Sensen like three episodes ago. But the episode isn't over yet. So we go to... Veronica meets up with Archie. And I think Veronica is classic, again, with the story. She's threatened and she puts up mistletoe and they're getting back together. She's excited. She tells him she loves him. We don't know if that's true, but she says it. So you think it's you think it's emotional and not I do driven by her I think family. That, I think it's emotional was. and driven by her family. I think, it's both. I think it's all of those things like messing with her. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But then the big thing is Betty is throwing out all her trinkets from the Black Hood into the fire. It's very melodramatic, and I don't. Okay, so there's narration over it, and to me at first it seemed like Betty like. She's like holding the black hood, and it almost seemed like she was sad that it was over. Yeah, totally. Right? And it was like evil Betty is kind of coming back, or bad Betty, dark Betty. Yeah, it was a, kind of like the end of Call Me by Your Name, like looking into the fire. Yeah, very similar. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. Yeah, but I really <laughs> see it now. I'm thinking of Ruby now. But <laughs> she takes the hood back out, and here's where we can here's where we can dive into our thoughts about the black hood. Because I feel, so we've learned through interviews with, like, Roberto, the writers did not know who the Black Hood was going to be at like the beginning of lost. the season. They were, like, literally, like, yeah, they just had, yeah, like, some, yeah, they quite literally had six names that they were, like, it could be any of these people, let's see where we go. Then they decided, that, oh, it should be Mr. Spenson. And they said, well, we better introduce him soon so people aren't, like, pissed at us. Okay, listen, it makes sense. They go through, yeah. like, you know, how he was there for all these things, how he targeted people he saw. It makes sense, but it's still kind of a cop-out. Yes. But I think at the... What we've been saying for weeks here is that the Black Hood who's doing the killing, we don't think is necessarily the Black Hood who is in charge of... And there was an Easter egg in this. Sam just covered my mouth. 
there was an Easter egg in this episode because Archie goes, he looked in Mr. Stunton's eyes, and the black guy's eyes were green. And he goes, I didn't see it in his eyes. Yeah, which, which I flagged immediately as right. Mr. Spenson is a red herring, and is we're being led along to believe that it was Mr. Spenson. Yes, and I and think Mr. Spenson was part of the team. Yeah, also, also given the fact that there's 13 episodes. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. we just unmasked our murderer mm-hmm. halfway through like that. There's no way. There's I, I think there's more with the Black Hood. Yeah, yeah. Right. And with the narration of yeah, like, as well. I think there's more. This isn't over yet. Yeah. I thought the eyes were a little bit of... I'm not so certain about the eyes. Because Archie was the only narrator who we had to trust that he had green eyes. Yeah, we saw. I think that will play. But they made such a big deal about that that I don't think it's. They were very specific about like showing the clip from whatever that was before. Yeah, I and that made that's kind of like foreboding to think like this black hood isn't over, and we know that also because when Veronica and Archie were kissing, someone was taking pictures of them. Yeah, right. Which was my second question. Could be Cheryl. Could be Cheryl for blackmail. For blackmail. Yeah. Which was what through our conversation I've learned. Yeah. Uh, it is feasible. Could be Cheryl. Could be whoever the Black Hood is. Yeah. It's very Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars had like a team of murderers and you were like led to believe it was one in the beginning but it ended up being like a team of people. Yeah. It worked out in the end but like I think this is going to be similar to that. Yeah. I still think Mayor McCoy is shady and involved in some yeah. way. I think there's more from Dilton Doily mm-hmm. that has yet to be Revealed. Kyle's like, who? <laughs> I'm just nodding a lot. I'm like, yes, Dilton Doily, of course. Of course. <laughs> so, so we're gonna have have a lot to concentrate on still. Yeah, and I hope there's more Kevin. I hope there's more Josie and Cheryl. I hope that I think the relationships are gonna yo-yo, and I think that like Betty and Veronica, Betty and Archie, are gonna kind of rekindle something while he's dating Veronica, mm-hmm. and it's gonna lead to a fight. It's gonna be the whole thing. Yeah, according to Roberto we're going to come back and get a few episodes of really character-driven plots of diving into some of these characters more. We're going to meet Betty's brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheek. But Cheek. for sure, there's going to, there's always going to be some, some crime elements to, to the show. Yeah. So, so excited. I know. And it's going to be so, good. it's going to be so long. It's, yeah. we have a full month, you guys. I'm never going to see Sam. Oh, probably like a 
Sam, want to tell the River Vixens about it? I would love to. Thank you for that. If you review our podcast on Apple, Ryan will sleep with you. Just kidding. No, that's not the reward. If you review this, Depending. then we will <laughs> take a screenshot and send to us, tweet at us, whatever, and we will pick our favorite review, and we will bring you to Marie's Crisis with us, where we live, and we will pay for everything, and you will sing show tunes with us all night, and we'll rock. And you might sleep with me. And you might sleep with Ryan. <laughs> Maybe. That's the award. I mean, like, disappointing. Well, there's well, a lot. Depends on, you know, it could be great. Anyway, we love you, Nihas. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. Merry Happy Merry Hanukkah. Thanks for being here. Anytime. Anytime. Riverdale.